0: forever dog
1: i don't know where to begin i don't know like we so we usually do a cold open i don't know where to begin exactly because it's like there's so many different things to talk about we could talk about like the militarization of police we could talk <laughs> about uh <laughs> yeah like america's like endless wars in the middle east we could talk uh, just, about just
2: policing muslims too like uh, this, this movie is a visionary <laughs> yeah. movie of actually let's talk about that like
1: <laughs> because there is a lot of focus right now on 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 black people and police um as as there as there should be because it's it's a huge problem that has not been addressed but the reality is police are messing like or police are screwing with so many different communities in different ways right right so you have the yeah police yeah, I don't know. The police presence. I just remember, you know, uh, uh, Rami, my friend Rami Youssef, who's Egyptian, when, mm-hmm. you know, we went to high school together. And, and like, it's like after after 9-11, the amount of like just unabashed surveillance that yeah. <laughs> the government did.
2: Yeah, this movie's a visionary. It's really visionary, and it's racist. It's like we could be policing uh, the Muslims, <laughs> and they go out of their way to several times say, "All the Arabs support us, so we're going to break down all of their doors <laughs> right now."
1: <laughs> it's so wild. Yeah. It's so wild, and it's like, yeah, like that's the thing. You know, the reality is, we really should all be in this together because the amount of power. Mm -hmm. That the the U.S. like armed like armed forces have like all together the police, the military, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. like the intelligence agencies, like you know, it's so interesting. I mean, I can't wait to talk about this movie. Uh, but like, there's so much that happens, and and yet people just kind of because it affects people of color more, they don't care about it. You know what I mean? definitely like i've seen online people go say stuff like uh it's so funny like i'll see somebody on twitter be like uh yeah well you know uh, police shoot like unarmed like police <laughs> shoot white people too and i'm like so what is that what are you <laughs> why are you,
2: are are you cool are, with that why okay like are you, like, cool are, you
1: are you saying that to disagree with me like why are you why are you bringing this fact up if anything you should be like man i man exactly like this is terrible (laughs) black (laughs) Lives matter and and like and then also like police do suck man they shoot white people too it's like you know what I mean like and it's not like black people don't care about when police kill white people or 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 like have police brutality against white people you know what I mean it happens to black people at higher rates but we see like when that man that el- I don't know if you guys saw that video. Yeah, the elderly the man in, in, Buffalo in Buffalo who got
2: pushed down yeah. and bled from the head and then no cops stopped yeah. to help him. And then they all symbolically yeah. resigned instead of getting disciplined.
1: Exactly. And every person who's for Black Lives Matter was like, hey, see? Like, it's, ho- it's horrible. Look at this police brutality. Nobody was like, <laughs> nobody was like, Okay, yeah, that white man got pushed down, but like, black he was no get angel. That
2: too. white man was no angel. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. That white he man. was up to yeah, some well, shit. Yeah,
1: well, here's his history <laughs> smoked marijuana know? in the 60s. <laughs> so I'm like, I always get confused by that. I don't know. I'm just like, why? I don't know. Am, am I the only one? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, I think this movie is just like uh,
2: uh, policing has always been racist and they've always wanted to drive tanks down the street and now they can. not <laughs> And it's crazy. In this movie, like, (laughs) the army is, like, deployed. But, like, in our current future, the the police just have all the powers that the army have. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The army doesn't need to roll through the streets. with That was the
1: craziest
2: thing about it. Yeah. Oh, and while those sirens were going off in the movie, in Crown Heights there were sirens outside and I was like, Oh God, I hate this movie. And I hate this. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a real, you're like, it's, it's a little it.
3: too real. Yeah. So I'm right. inside this movie right now.
2: Yeah.
1: The, it's the, <laughs> is, is the national guard in New York. Cause they're here in LA. I haven't seen them. I've just seen
2: cops that are armed. Like, I mean, they have assault rifles. So uh, it's <laughs> true.
1: Sometimes I can't, I can't tell the difference because we were at this protest. I was at this protest yesterday and I thought, and like there was a National Guard, like Humvee, like one of those huge, you know, like, um, uh, camouflage, like desert camouflage Humvees, like just there. And so there are clearly some National Guard there. But then there are a bunch of like police in like riot gear, like full on riot gear, and with like, like looked like assault rifles in their hands. I guess they're their rubber bullet, uh, guns, but like
4: still, it, I wouldn't it, take that they, bet. You know, I don't, I do yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it's so hard because I mean, at least in Hollywood, there are legit tanks on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. Um, there's so much armed service people, and it's terrifying, right. like low key. Well, like in ha- the yeah. streets
2: in Harlem, they would all. I mean, even before this, they'd have those giant things that looked like ATSTs from Star Wars. That like were just like these weird tower, temporary towers they would put up and yes. blast lights everywhere. Oh, I mean, they've always God. had those things, and those are always like, oh, oh, right. I live in Children of Men.
1: But they only have them in like in like poor neighborhoods. Brown neighborhoods, yeah, black yeah. neighborhoods. Like they like, yeah, I remember that in Harlem. Yeah, in Harlem, yeah, they have those freaking right, right by the projects. They have those huge like sniper towers. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's what, you what think they of. are. Right, they're, wa- they're watchtowers. <laughs> they're watchtowers with lights blast blasting into these projects, and you're like, excuse me. Like that's the thing that other like I think, um, a lot of white people don't understand is like. The re- one of, Part of the reason there's that the crime rates are so high is because they're c- counted because they're so heavily policed. Right.
2: Like, like if you're policing people, you need to arrest people. You're incentivizing yes, arrests.
1: It, if you are closely monitoring people for any kind of criminal infraction, like every single every single American citizen has been guilty of su- of breaking some law mm-hmm. or ordinance. That's, I just... Yeah. I, I can guarantee I can blanketly say that.
2: (laughs) Well, I've read somewhere, I I think it maybe in the New Jim Crow, Someone was like, is a drug deal that goes right a crime? And who does report it? Do you know what I mean? If we just exchange goods and services, it is only because you are being watched and you know. Anyway, this is a fun (laughs) this is a fun start. This Um, is a fun start.
1: Look, it's what the 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 current the current nature of our climate, I mean, has just completely taken over, you know? It's just it that it's that's the
4: siege. What? <laughs> what you say? I
1: just say our current political climate, you know, it's just it's it's in it's in, it's in it's surrounded us on all sides and that's
4: mm-hmm. that's the siege. That's the siege. siege. So we're no one no one's gonna no one's gonna address Okay, so I'm crazy. Never mind. No mm-hmm. one's gonna No, I I just feel like he's just he stated a fact. I mean like, anytime that's like, you that that somebody stays. says how
1: are you, you say, Hey man, freaking police brutality and it's like, goodness, mm-hmm. our conversations like pfft. They got the siege. Yeah.
4: So that so we're okay, cool. So Okay, I'm the weird one. Alright, let's, let's let's go ahead. Let's start the show. You know what let's start the show. show. <laughs> you know what it Jonathan is. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Dra Milligan. <laughs> what more can I say? Black men can jump.
0: Black actors, man. Black actors. Alright, alright,
4: alright, alright. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Revolution, quarantine, Hollywood city. I'm afraid
1: of
3: going to hell. Yeah. Me too.
1: That's my oh, favorite yeah. part. I remember that.
3: Oh, right. I remember that guy. I know he had mad speeches. But
1: oh, my God. That was, That's my character was a,
2: that was like, oh, man. I think this movie was a hate crime. And I think it's a hate crime <laughs> to ask someone to watch this movie. I remember when I watched We, we committed a hate crime. Yeah, by the, asking me personally, Nicolo Aid, to watch this movie, You've Committed a Hate Crime. Because I remember when this came out, I saw it on Blockbuster or like I rented it from Blockbuster as a child because we watched inappropriate movies. And I remember then thinking this is racist, and then rewatching, I was like, oh, shit. this is the most racist <laughs> movie. It is it's so a, disgustingly racist. There it's so always worse. Quotes.
1: <laughs> it's so like good. if you remembered it being racist as a kid, it's always so much worse. Yeah. Like cause it's like as a you're like as a kid, you're like this feels like it's not good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and as an adult, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, You've already introduced yourself, but we we do, we do have a guy. first of all. My name is Jonathan Braylock.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm James there. the i I'm Draw
4: Milligan. You know, see, the thing is, you know, I was trying to think of a cool way to say it that sounded real Siege Black Panther like, but then I just got sad. So I'm Draw.
1: <laughs> That's James, and we do have a special guest today. Uh, or, I mean, I oh, guess. Oh wait, we're... wait,
4: wait, hold on, hold, wait, wait. Okay. I, I gotta give you the special intro since since we're doing like a Siege joke. I'm gonna do something special for this. Blue, blue, blue,
3: blue, blue. <laughs> <So> special. <laughs> also, that's All the right. thing I used to do.
4: <laughs> Go ahead, James. It's over now. It's mine. It's,
3: the special is the uh, thing I used to do.
4: <laughs> is that yes. about? We're sharing, James. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, Nicolo, Thank you. Thank you for. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for having this. me. I'm honored to be yeah, here. Uh, yes of uh, fellow comedian writer mm-hmm. producer uh writer
2: director half of the comedy group marina Gr- and nico if uh
1: i should just say that out loud i feel like exactly. sometimes. That's, just, that's true <laughs> that's true uh, you, you should um and um I believe, if I'm not mistaken, of Palestinian descent. Is
2: yeah, yeah. my mom's black and my, uh, my. Uh, I have two dads, but one dad's Palestinian, my biological dad's Palestinian, so I'm black and Palestinian. Uh, I think when I do stand-up, I say uh, I'm always ready to throw a trash can through a window. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's like down for all revolutions in all places. Uh, at all times
3: <laughs> oh my god
1: incredible and, i keep uh, yeah, a
3: retractable man. trash can in my back pocket right, just right. For... <laughs> i can throw a trash can through a window in any language
2: <laughs> i'm down for the universal struggle
1: <laughs> um yeah we are and today we're reviewing uh, oh sorry but that's right we we review films of leading black actors we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in hollywood and today we're reviewing the film The Siege. Now wait, what ta- what year did this movie come out? 19- 98, 98, 1998 1998. So, so a little bit of context. So The Siege is just very quickly. The Siege is about uh an FBI agent uh Den- played by Denzel Washington um teaming up with a CIA agent played by Annette Bening um and they're investigating uh this like bombing um that happens of a of a school bus. Um and throughout the course of the events, it's like the end, like the even though it's in the movie's title, it doesn't happen until the very end. Um, there is a military siege of New York City. So the act, the U S army comes in to take over, to try to find these uh, these terrorist cells uh, that they believe are in the city. Um, so that's the concept of the movie. Now, the, all, all the terrorists are uh, are or muslim they're yeah. all
2: they're all arab, arab. and can i assist, say arab. one thing yeah. that the, the geopolitics of this movie make no sense like you don't know where the terrorists are or where they're from so the first guy they say is in lebanon but lebanon doesn't look like that in the first scene where it's all sandy dunes that looks like africa or saudi arabia <laughs> lebanon does not look like that and then they're like Wait, the guy when who-
1: they, when it when it opens, like the opening scene, they
2: said they kidnapped the guy in Lebanon. That's not what Lebanon looks like. And then they're like, these guys are what? with or Palestinian, and they're going to Lebanon and Iraq. But if you're in Palestine, you literally can't leave.
1: I mean, that's the yeah. problem. That's <laughs> and what so it none is. of these political things. And also, and also, <laughs> the guy that they, the guy that who who they who they kidnap in the beginning of the movie, Asif very. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah well, yes, yes. V, but, not, but not wait wait before awesome i'm talking about go. i'm talking about the first scene the first scene oh, that the first uh, yeah looks like osama like i mean they right. dressed him up to look like osama and like i i went i was like huh that's so weird he looks like osama and then i looked it up It was like no they were they were attempting to to, to make it because that was the osama clips from the beginning laden. of the film too the uh who's at who's af he, is he not afghani like well is osama bin laden yeah.
2: No, he's from Saudi Arabia, and then in I the eighties he moved, he to, moved Afghanistan to Afghanistan when the God. CIA gave him weapons to fight the Russians, and right, they, and then they <laughs> took away the weapons, and then we had to invade again Afghanistan.
1: Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. So the geopolitics of these movies are crazy, but the thing is that the thing that is so fun it's like because we're watching this movie, uh, Tessa and I, my wife, and and uh, <laughs> Tessa was like. Tesla was like, oh, wow, they made this movie like right after 9 11. I was like, no, they made this three years before 9 11. They made this movie right after the World Trade Center bombing. Uh, Part one. Which, which the, you, you know, the one like the, 94. Yeah. It, 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 in the the van, like there was like mm-hmm. a van, All right. but like, which was unsuccessful. But there was also, they talk about, um, they also talk about Oklahoma City. Which of course has nothing to do. Right? At no, all. I
2: actually, I actually heard something. Yeah, they had, so weird. they had protested from Arab groups, so they had to mention Oklahoma City bombing more. <laughs> and also, realistically, uh, there were well, it, there were no Arab terrorist attacks in the United States
1: at that time.
2: No, it's a wet dream. It's like a few fu- In the future, the author of this was like, we'll be able to arrest everyone. I just, I can see.
1: We'll get those Muslims.
2: We'll get a black guy to arrest them. It'll be
1: fine. <laughs> It's so I, this movie is so interesting to me because I actually think it's super complicated. But let's let's start. Let's uh but mm-hmm. you can you have the floor first, You, could, you Oh okay. So give us your initial initial thought to this movie.
2: This movie is a hate crime. That's, that's my initial thought. I love every <laughs> I love every actor in this movie. I love Denzel Washington. Uh, I usually live <laughs> in I usually I love I love Tony Shaloub and I think I look like Tony, Tony Shaloub. So Tony Shaloub's usually pretty good. Uh Richie April from The Sopranos. All right. Lots, lots of great people are in this. It is such a crazy, not only just because like, you never know why the terrorists are blowing things up, other than that they want to blow things up. There's no reason for it No, but it. that's the point. Other though. than that, or like Islam generally, is- but not really. And then uh from the beginning yeah, it's right. called like the siege. Yeah, right. And like the siege, as you said, happens at the end of the movie. The movie starts as a police state. The movie starts with Denzel Washington mm-hmm. for the first 15 minutes just listing places he wants doors kicked down. <laughs> It's like supposed to be the moral character of this movie, as like the one who's like, you can't do something without justice. I mean without like a warrant, and then shoots up an apartment after bombing them with pizza. And then it luckily it turns out that they were terrorists afterwards. (laughs) And that is the example of the good policing that they like in this movie. And it is, it just goes downhill from there. And then just the quotes about Arabs and Palestinians, especially from Annette Benning are horrific (laughs) anyway that's my initial take that's i'll I'll stop talking (laughs)
3: uh james what yeah Yeah, i mean i i was telling you guys like the movie didn't really hold my attention um uh, i the my i was super frustrated by the kind of like denzel washington is like this voice of like you know we have to uphold ourselves to these standards. But I was like, does this movie really expect us to believe that like, we aren't torturing people? Like, (laughs) like that's not a thing that we are already doing. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, but like, yeah, but like to, to Nico's point, like I thought that I enjoy the actors, um, you know, and like, yeah, like that's, that's it. That's my,
1: (laughs) my initial take of. Wow. (laughs) Do you want to, Say anything, Gerard? Can you? I mean,
4: I'm going to be like this, to be honest, when it comes to this movie. Uh, I didn't like it. I thought it was really long. I thought it was... It felt mad racist, and then I also got mad that a black dude was, like, the lead for this particular movie. <laughs> yeah, let's
2: talk about that.
4: <laughs> it, felt, it felt like, oh... I, I do not like how you spoke to Annette Bening at first. I didn't like how you talked to any Arab people.
2: <laughs> yeah, I it's like, it. I feel like they cast Denzel because they didn't want to be called racist. Do you know Exa- what I mean? Exactly. But Denzel's race never comes into play. Denzel is a black <laughs> cop who sees nothing wrong <laughs> with all the racism and Annette well, Bening exotifying brown bodies and wanting to sleep with them.
3: Yeah, okay. but it, but it was like but you could tell that the movie was like but Denzel's the lead. You know, like they were like so proud that he would go in and be like, "Uh we have to be we have to uphold these standards where this is America," you know, and okay. it's like, "What?"
1: <laughs> so here's my thing. Cuz I've been I I'm also on a show that I'm like learning more about the government how it works too. So this is all crazy. I I actually like this movie. But hold on. Hear me out. <laughs> because I think like what? <laughs> here's why. Here's why. This movie is like one its pro- it's freaking prophetic as hell. It's it's actually insane. Um and yeah. it shows that this stuff was already happening yeah. even before I, 9/11. I, I think I'm cool right? with the modern. I like, oh, go ahead. And there is like an attempt. So yes for sure they had Denzel's character so they could be less racist. But there's another way to look at it too where they have you have this black guy who is trying to do the exact thing that like white like ra- like racist white America always tells black people to do, which is like you know, just be if you just be excellent and you do things like and you follow the law like our constitution and our Like America, the flag stands for justice and equality and this and that. And yeah, there are a few bad apples, but like we have a we're like it's our country was built on freedom and that's what we care about. We have ideals that we stand for. So don't kneel. You stand up and respect the flag and this and that. Right. And this movie has this character like so much trying to be this like good american citizen and follow and he knows all these laws like the amount of like legal like laws and stuff that are thrown out in this movie or it's like kind of wild like way more than the average like hollywood film where he's like he's like actually the act of this and this means like like there's all this like interpersonal relationship stuff like uh, agency stuff that movies rarely ever get into that kind of the messiness of our of our system and i bet Went over the heads of most people who watched it, like the fact that the CIA is technically or was technically not allowed to spy on American citizens. Like (laughs) you're, like they're not, they're they're like constant, like you know, written in our laws, like not allowed to do that. Like that's under the FBI's jurisdiction, and like the army can't just go and like seize a city. Like that, that's the that's a declaration of martial law, and that martial law means like you're suspending all rights. But like you have all this stuff happening. And yet, and none of it matters. And we see that all this stuff happens anyway, like in real life after this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I, like so i'm so, watching this movie i was like what a great i'm so glad this was captured i guess but the like, question
2: is is it a critique or is it a wet dream
1: right? well, that's the question <laughs> like, yeah,
2: i don't think this is a critique at all i think they like want you to be excited when denzel shoots that guy in a school or yes, like, I, oh, you know what
3: i mean or, that's like, the they, part i was thinking about this whole time he like he, look, yeah he, he couldn't kicks wait down for the door war. barrel rolls and just openly shoots Denzel at this pulls dude in- a couple
2: Brianna Taylor's in this movie and that's the example of good justice like because he's like oh no you can't wait for a warrant that first guy like uh, when Asif Manvi they're stalking him like we don't know what he's done but they've stalked him tortured yeah. him and arrested him then charged him with no crimes and that is Denzel Washington's like idea of good police and it's like it's just like even when we think of a critique, like we start so much in this place of accepting violence against black and brown bodies from the beginning that like we think when they acknowledge it just the tiniest little bit, it counts as a critique, but it doesn't. <laughs> like it, like right. the fun well, of this movie is chasing down the terrorists.
1: Here's the thing. I agree that the filmmakers, I think this is what I think. I think the filmmakers thought they were making a certain critique that they that they didn't because they were still following Hollywood rules and definitions and 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 yet like for like no if you know what's happening you can watch this movie and and go oh wow like he he there was like a certain level of abuse and torture that he was okay with and then there was a certain level that he wasn't there was some line that that just this character had and yet so but he's being a hypocrite because like like i don't know he could maybe he could be like well i when i put that cigarette cig- cigarette right to that guy's face i was never actually going to burn him i just wanted to like scare him but the reality is he was using the torture that he knew this guy had already faced you know what i mean right, right. And threatening was, like, violence threatening...
2: is still a form of torture
1: that's still a form of torture and the thing is the guy only believes you because he knows that your government is capable of torturing people and getting away with it you yeah. know what i mean like that's the only reason that threat even works you know right. like It's not like if the guy was like, actually I know my rights and you're not allowed to do that, like Denzel would have been like, damn, you got me. Like (laughs) you know what I mean? Like maybe his character would have, but somebody else wouldn't have. And he doesn't and he's and it's one of those things where he says something bad, but or he says like this stuff is bad, but like it it, he is powerless to stop it
4: anyway. Have you guys read that Vulture article that talks about um like cops on TV and (laughs) how Um, It's always like the cops are the good guys at the end of of each episode. They have to like beat the bad guy, which is usually a person of color. Mm -hmm. And those are like the most, it's the most popular genre in America. right? Uh, That's why it's like Chicago PD, like Law and Order. And I'm watching this movie. It's like, again, I really hate that Denzel is the lead of this particular movie. But watching him, I mean, even honestly, how he talks about like... um, People, how we look at Bruce Willis openly like beat up people, how Annette Benning out of nowhere just starts smacking motherfuckers. It's like (laughs) at the end of the day, these people are the good guys trying to save the day, but are doing grotesque things to people of color. And it's like all we're doing are just like, we're just pushing forward the narrative of like people of color being bad. I'm watching them chase a dude down the street. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this guy's bad yet. I really don't. I'm assuming he is. And like we just keep seeing that time over time after time. So much so that when I see people in the Midwest right now with rifles, talking about the good old days in America first, it's like, I get it. That's all they see. We even have a black dude perpetuating the the exceptional Negro in movies are doing it. It's crazy. The movie just frustrates me because it just shows, again, I can't. It's just, this fucking movie made me mad the whole time.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think like, let's just like take a look at like, like the car, I mean, she's like any of the like Tony, like the Arabs just support killing themselves. Like, they all the Arabs are so supportive of the NYPD. It's disgusting. Like, there's a moment when Tony Shaloub in the beginning, like, sees a guy get kidnapped in a van and says, Man, I admire those moves. <laughs> it's like, what you, and then there's another moment where he's like, Back in my country, we wouldn't have let that guy go. But like, no immigrant to America, idealizes the police of the country they came from. You know what I mean? Like, what psycho people are like, oh, no, no, anything, like, the baseline assumption of this movie is no, 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 anything to do to get these terrorists. And again, we don't know why the terrorists are doing anything. They don't, aren't tied to a specific country, really. They only really talk about virgins and hell. Uh,
1: Well, yeah, okay, so (laughs) this, (laughs) I think that they, Uh, so it seems like, we, we don't find out for a while because there was no demand right like okay let's just let's track this movie how it starts it, well first of all it starts in in I guess le, what they said is Lebanon and we just see the military like blow up this fan and kidnap uh this person who we're like told as a terrorist or right. right we we haven't we we don't know anything about it but um so we see we see this person get kidnapped uh this like an, an, some yeah, a on in standing. And and so then it comes back to New York City. We have uh Denzel Washington, who's an FBI agent, and they're they have this call where they're like uh, do they do something before they go to this bus? I'm just right. Trying to yeah. Make-
2: so I just think it's important. So when we get back to New York, what they do is they do that weird Middle Eastern like wail of violence, yeah, like ah, la, 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 and it's a zoom in right. on a mosque, and then it right. zooms out as a dramatic movement, and it's like It's not a mosque in the Middle East. It's a mosque in New York City. And it's like, from the beginning, like, oh, the fear is immigrants, right? Like, the scary shot to set up the problem isn't the bombing. It's like, oh, they're calling to prayer on the streets of Brooklyn.
1: See, well, I'm I'm so interested in knowing because it's so hard for us. But it's like, people in 1998, before, now, yes, that first World Trade Center bombing, that didn't really... I don't think it did. It kill did it kill anyone? Maybe it killed like I two think people.
2: it killed a few people. I think it was in the basement yeah. and it
1: didn't. Uh, uh, get down the but um, I think that was that was done by like uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, that was Osama
2: bin Laden's first okay. attempt at blowing
1: up. Yeah, it was yeah. like Al Qaeda, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, so like there's I guess a precedent for it, but it's like Oklahoma City happened after that, and that and that killed way more more people, right? Um, so. I don't know if there was like this thing in people's minds where like oh, they're they're afraid of they're afraid of Muslims like not in the not in the yeah, a well, uh, sharp way that people <laughs> were after. Them.
2: No, I think there's two things that come into play in 90s movies like this. I mean, I think one thing is like it's the same tactics that are used against black people like it's still the 90s as a time of ramping up the police as much as possible and like yes. most of the movies are like you should have shot that guy. That's like the theme of the movie of any cop. Right. Me is like good good job shooting that guy. So in in some ways it's still like a parallel version of
1: Yeah, that. bad boys.
2: And then in another version it's like I think in the 90s after the cold war ended, I think Hollywood films didn't know who to make a villain you know what i mean like they just like the russians aren't the bad guys anymore and so they were trying a couple different things out with like mexican drug dealers or colombian drug dealers and arab terrorists and arab terrorists worked pretty well and that was the one that they decided to be the new villain trope but i think they're both even before 9 11 springing out of uh racist tropes that we i mean we like these stories we like the over police right
1: who the good guys and the bad guys are (laughs) so so yes we have that we have um we have Denzel, he gets this call about this bus, and they're like, alright, all right, who's there, whatever, you know, they're, they're trying to, like, figure out and they're like, well, oh, wait, no, wasn't there a failed no, well, there's a, there's a, a was, paint the bombing, there's a paint bombing was first, the paint bomb, right? That's and right. then there's a real there's, bomb right, okay, so there's this paint. there's this bus that has the thing, and they're, like, talking and, and then it blows up and it's paint, and they're like, well, what was that about? um, and so they go, they go, <laughs> uh, and they're like asking, they're like trying to figure this stuff out. They they realize that like the per- the people like sent them like a fax that was just like release him, and there was nothing else to. And they're like release who? Who do we have? And they don't they don't know who they have, right? They they have no idea. Um, and then Lance is it Lance Reddick? Is that the actor's name? Dude from uh, The Wire? Uh, oh yeah, the
2: guy who always looks like he survived something horrible.
1: Yeah, Uh, (laughs) So he's in this movie He calls Denzel and he's like Yeah there's this woman here from an agency Won't tell me where But she's asking questions, she's reviewing this crime scene So he goes there And immediately is like They're like, she's probably CIA And so they're like talking to her And and she's like, she won't tell him What she knows, right? And he's like, well if we're on the same team Let me know what you know And there's like this whole like real antagonism between them now, this is real, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't realize this. Like, the the government agencies, like, intelligent agencies, have this sort of antagonism against each other because they all want credit. Like, it's all this, like, freaking completely egotistical career-like climbing, you know, stuff that happens where they don't tell each other things. Like, you know, it's it's why, like, there are grand conspiracies that, like, the um like america like completely let 911 happen it's because they had like things that they knew that like but these agencies don't talk to each other there's no cooperation between them and you know so this is a real thing that 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 goes on and so and so it's like weird that they're like what what the hell is up with this of course we learn later that there's even bigger reason cuz she's she literally caused all of this <laughs> like this is all her like this is all her fault her character's fault in the movie but um when we when we get to the next bombing or the next uh like at first they just think it's like a like a ransom thing like they 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 don't know what it is so and he's he's trying to negotiate with them and net like they're waiting for the cameras they're going to blow this up no matter what it's a lose-lose situation either you try to take them out now with guns or this whole bus is going to explode and denzel is like i don't want to believe that he doesn't say it but he just was like i don't want to believe that and they let the children off and then as they're letting the elderly people off this bomb explodes (laughs) so so we know okay they don't care about their lives they're evil they won't even tell us that like they won't even explicitly say what they want you know
2: right but that's also the film doing that too like it's both the film right. saying what they don't want is a choice that these people don't quite have a demand they just want you to watch how many people they blow up
1: mm-hmm. which doesn't quite make sense like and that's the that's the thing that's so dehumanizing about this movie. i mean it's funny because this movie this movie <laughs> which is so sad it's the lowest bar mm-hmm. but i really do feel like this movie more than most films at like at least attempt it to mm-hmm. like try to make it feel like oh man all this racial profiling against Arab people is like bad you but you gotta I mean. do it sometimes just a little <laughs> bit just a I little mean, bit <laughs> like, but the thing is a show like Twenty Four no, yeah. like there's zero you don't care about Arab people at all like for the it, it, I I, bro, I don't think until like maybe like season seven did the Twenty Four go like all right maybe we'll like try to give them a backstory as to why they're bro. doing this but we'll still make them evil
4: bro Twenty Four. And again, I am a fan of 24. You watch that show and just watch them torture Middle Eastern people. Like, right. That's yeah. what the you, whole show is. Can, can just I just torture people.
2: One yeah, one ahead. thing that they... One thing that Annette... Like, this movie tries to not be racist in a lot of ways, in the sense that mm-hmm. it hires Denzel, and it tries to make Annette Bening sympathetic. Like, Annette Bening sleeping with all these Arab spies or whatever is supposed to, like, show that she actually cares about Arab people. <laughs> but anyway, there's one line she says where she says... um. Palestinians seduce you with their suffering have you been to the camps
0: <laughs> and it's just like what what that's
2: crazy and it's like that's the, the oh she cares about them because she tourists their well, camps
1: their never. forced See, camps i don't think uh, and i wonder what other people feel like when they're watching like what, what i actually wonder what like a, a white person like feels when they're watching this movie because I don't like Annette Benning's character. I don't I never like her in the whole movie. I like Annette Benning, the act, the actor. Like I think she plays the thing well. But like she's clearly bad from the start and then we really learn that she's like like what she did like she it was whatever. Um and she there was a thing that the guy said uh, she was like, oh can't you see that they're using you? And he was like, you're using me. Like, that's what, that's, everybody uses Palestinians. Like, everyone uses us.
4: And I was like, damn, that's like a pretty salient point. (laughs) He had sex with him in one scene and then smacks him and My says he'll blackmail
2: him by showing her his naked photos to his family, which is a real threat people do in the IDF, where they take naked pictures of prisoners and then say they'll show them to their family members. Like, it's... Uh, right. She's a, she's a horrible human being, but I don't... I think white people would support her. I mean, so much of this movie is like, okay, so let's talk about what her crime is or what the reveal of her, right. like, thing is. And it's, like, again, loosely based on Bin Laden. So these people who are both from Lebanon, Palestine, and Iraq... Again, it's illegal to travel between countries like that. But they armed them against Iraq and then took away their supplies and then they got slaughtered. So Annette Benning gave them refugee status in the United States and that is what caused the terrorism. (laughs) So like even how she causes it is not actually acknowledging the violence America does, but it's like, oh, if you bring these people too close to you, some of them are going to be angry. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I can't imagine Maybe I'm wrong. I can't imagine supposed to getting good political messages out of this movie.
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I I I didn't like Annette Benning's character either, Bray. And like I liked the scene where she like explains the like, oh, and I we trained them and it's et, et cetera. Like I liked that scene for the same reason that you like that this movie was sort of shining a light on a couple of of, of things that like people may not have, have even realized. Like I did like that scene but because it was from her this character yeah. who already i was like well, she's <laughs> like i don't like this character <laughs> like like i don't like how this character is written i, I couldn't you know I I, I I couldn't be moved by i couldn't be moved by you know the the ultimate sentiment of the movie because i didn't like that
4: character yeah of course yeah for sure yeah. For sure
3: that yeah. was how I, that was how i felt <laughs> oh there's that yeah yeah
2: there's oh, go ahead. A, sorry, there's a moment at the end where she's trying to convince the guy not to... Okay, that was the most offensive part of it. But to not blow himself up. And he's she's like, you know, the Quran would say... And it just felt so much like a white person going, MLK would say, really? And I was disappointed. <laughs> she, the guy didn't shoot her right there. And waited a few more seconds.
1: Which is like, I was like, yo, she's so... Uh, I feel like she's so like uh, like unredeemable. And she like tries to like do... Re- like be redeemable at the end. And I, I guess the movie does like, I think the movie wants her to feel like she's been redeemed in some way. Denzel but feels she bad like about it. <laughs> dies, like she she pays for her sins by dying. <laughs> but like the movie, it's funny because I was reading this review. Oh, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to find it where, because we haven't talked about uh, Bruce Willis's character yet. Um, and Bruce Willis is kind of the movie, the movie is not clear on this, but I, but it's, it feels like part of the movie wants Bruce Willis to be the villain, right? But they want it to be, yeah. Like,
2: but he's also he's a, a card-carrying member of the ACLU, as he says in his speech at
1: one point. <laughs> Which is great, though. I love that because I'm like, because I'm like, it shows me like all of this stuff. Like, it's like, it's. I don't care. This is all hypocrisy. Like, I don't give a crap that you're a card-carrying member of the ACLU. Look what you're doing. Like, you get to. People just say things and they're and they try to say, like, that writes off all of the terrible, like, racist and like, like, horrible oppressive system that this <laughs> government puts forth. And they're like, Well, the f-, like, I'm a patriot. Like, he says all of those things. Like, he says, he talks about how much he's a patriot, how much he loves this country, how he's part of the ACLU. He's like, I don't want to do this, but we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> like, he has all this stuff, and you're, and I, I don't know, Like, I, I, it's again, it's hard to know what the movie actually wants, but I'm watching it going like, it's so obvious from the jump what this guy's plan was. He doesn't care about any of this stuff, and he just yeah. says it because he knows it's the politically correct thing to say, and then he knows the other politically correct thing to say to another camp of people who are not going to listen and who are going to just go, look, I saw a theater get blown up, I saw a bus get blown up, I don't care, take all my rights away. Yeah, come and take over the city. Now, They didn't have enough of that, which is – that would have made this movie even more poignant if, like, they had all these people protesting in the streets when the government came in. But the reality is nobody would have protested in the – you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, not – it's like, yes, we're seeing protests today, but that's for a different thing. You know what I mean? Like, I – this movie had some weird idealism of, like, American, like, right, like, civil rights that, like, we care about that stuff. Well, it's uh, – like they. It's yeah. a genre
2: of, movie, it's, it falls under, like, the genre of we shoot them and we cry about it movies, right? Like, because, like, like there's a lot, I mean, it's often as a story that when we see, like, the narratives of, like, the police shoot a black person, and the movie's like, oh, but they felt so bad about it. But in the movie, in the story you're still telling is, like, the necessity of arresting these people. Like, yes, they talk about rights, but the other thing they talk about throughout the movie is just, like, we couldn't get them fast enough. It's like the big problem. We can't approve how to fastly, how quickly to arrest people. And so, like, it doesn't absolve them. And I don't think it's a criticism. I think it lets them think they're off the hook because they did mention the ACLU once before they <laughs> rounded up the Arabs. And, like, also, like, oh, when they released, oh, that was another disturbing thing when they released all the refugees at the end, not the refugees, the, the prisoners of war or whatever at the end. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, but. People are still in Guantanamo. This movie couldn't imagine yeah. how horrible the world actually could become. Like, people are still in decades and prison.
4: In well, places. I mean, not only is it Guantanamo, but at one point, Bruce Willis goes through a list of possible torture techniques. <laughs> but the reason they don't do some is because they don't have enough time to fully complete the techniques of torture. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. what? what... That Literally, was incredible. <laughs> Literally, he's just going through them. Oh, we don't have 36 hours. Uh, we need 20 hours. Uh, that takes 12. He lists them. Like, it's, just, like, like, it's just cool. And the thing is so funny is like Bruce Willis' character bothers me the most because out of everyone, and I mean this with Denzel included, how they present Bruce Willis early on is like Bruce Willis is just a patriot, just trying to do his job, doesn't want to hurt anybody. That's, at, what he says. that's what he said. That's what he said. But this is, my, this, this is the turn I'm talking about. So then all of a sudden, he's at the table. He's basically begging. He pleads, literally, I'm pleading with you not to do this because you won't like it. My man shows up and has no remorse for anything that he does. So much so that I'm like, oh, this is a whole new character. And even when he has his speech outside of the Brooklyn Bridge and he's like, yeah, I just want to get back in time enough to, uh, to for the playoffs. I'm like, cool. We're gonna see this guy who's torn between. <laughs> wanting to do his job, no, this nigga is horrible. Well, yeah. that's what
1: the movie what wa- that's what that's, that's sh- what they want you to think.
3: And I and I the, yeah. I just wanted okay, I just wanted the the siege part of the movie to be more of it. Like and and the big standoff between the FBI and and the military at the end, where like we're just waiting for Bruce Willis to say stand down. Like I, like. That was too easy to me. <laughs> like, like I thought that like that that could have been there could have been more of because he didn't he did not want to give up that power and I think he would have and could have fought more. I mean, like if the movie really wants to be like fuck this, this is wrong
1: and these are the things that are are wrong about it.
3: Um, yeah, that was frustrating.
1: Okay, here I'm gonna read this. This is by this this is by, this is a review. This is what I'm trying to talk about. This is why the to me this movie is so interesting cuz it's so complicated because it's like it is extremely racist. It's like it it has some weird fantasy of like what people are going to do. It's not it's not biting enough in the things that it's like attempting to critique at times, which makes it muddled. And you could just watch this movie and think Bruce Willis the movie wants Bruce Willis to be a great character. You know what I mean? Or, or like him and Denzel are just like they're both on the same side and that kind of stuff. But like, look, this is fr- this is from the San fr- This is San, uh, San Francisco Chronicle, a review of this movie back when it came out. And this guy says, uh, "Hold on." It says the the f- uh, <laughs> uh, they're talking about Bruce Willis's character. He plays a uh, cold blooded army general. That means a lot of mumbling. <laughs> the picture derails. The fault isn't really with Willis's performance but with an amazing strategic blunder in the story. Here's a movie about blowing people up. The villain should be whoever is setting those bombs. Instead, the siege concentrates on the crimes of the general, who uses the imposition of martial law in New York as an excuse to deny citizens their constitutional rights. Sure, that's bad, but as crimes go, it can't compete in impact or cinematic (laughs) cinematic immediacy with the sight of buildings exploding. Making the general into the villain does terrible things to the character of the FBI agent, Washington goes from being a tough investigator to a kind of referee between the over overzealous general and the public. He becomes dull. Yeah, this dude's problem with the movie is that Bruce Willis is the villain. Yeah, like but, that's, saw but, that's, Bruce Willis but that's as that's more
2: villain. that guy was that racist more than. That. But, but, but this <laughs> is a what I'm trying to say.
1: Scenario, but this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. I no, I completely agree. But this is what I'm trying to say. It's like this is how this is how far gone people were. yeah. Like, this, and this is San Francisco, which is considered a liberal, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, this dude is probably writing this as, like, a Clinton, like, he voted for Clinton twice, I'm sure. he like He's, like, a liberal who, like, when Bush won, was like, oh, America, this is terrible. But, like, this dude was so clearly, like, okay, like, yeah, sure, taking away constitutional rights is bad, but, like, that's not as bad as blowing something up. And it's, like, that exact sentiment that this person expressed how much more so than people who are just mm. blatantly racist express is like why this country hasn't changed for so long in these kinds of issues. Like mm-hmm. people are so like there's and that's and it's funny because this movie came out and like if it wasn't able to be more effective in some of the messages it like had in in it. And and actually cared about it, and like actually taught, and like if it wasn't just white people making this film, and there were actually like people in the Arab community making this film, people in the Black community making this film, like maybe this would have had an actual more poignant Ooh. message because these yeah. people
4: all pat at them on the back, and thought
1: they were doing something good. Pick me, Go Bray.
4: I have a thought on this. Um, I feel like yeah, like you're working on um, the government show, and even doing this show, I'm realizing more and more that. When things change, even when it comes to certain rights that people are given, what I've been noticing is that the changes that have been happening in our country are changes that include white people in the minority group. So um, when it comes to women's rights, there are a lot of women, white women, Karens, if you will, who are like on the front lines like, yo, we need to fix these things. You know, if I think about like gay rights, there are a lot of white men, Todd's. Fighting for gay rights. So like they they, they are they are a part of these minority groups, which is important. But the thing is, like, I think about how we even treat um Pride Month versus Black History Month or versus uh Asian American month. It's like it is treated different because I think it is white people will pat themselves on the back if they're helping other white people. But if it comes down to helping uh denomination that they're not a part of, it almost feels like I'ma help you, but I'm going to help you when I'm tired of hearing about this. You know what I mean? Like, even what's happening right now with, well, like, all these protests. is like the reason, to me, and this is just my, my thought on it, the reason people are caring more is because cities were burning at one point. Like, legitimately burning. Like, we've seen our ancestors do the marches that were peaceful. I have watched footage recently from Selma before Martin Luther King got there when it was just Joe and they were beat on the news. You know what I mean? And then that caused the influx of people to go for the march on Selma officially. Like I've I've been to the Million Man March twice. Like I've seen, uh, was it Colin Kaepernick kneel and people call him a bastard, and that's what happened. So I was like, I know what's happening. On it's it's just frustrating what's going on, man. Really,
2: yeah. I I think there's something interesting in the movie because it doesn't. I mean, I think there's something that like you don't see any, you don't see much violence happening to Arab people or the people they're policing except for like these kind of montages of people being arrested, but you don't, pe- they, they don't see people being shot they put are, in they go camps, but like, no, but as you've seen from protests, like people get beaten in the street, people get shot, people get like all that things. And even when we targeted assassinate the guy in the first part of the movie, we don't see it. It kind of cuts away. We see the guy with the gun and then it cuts away. But in general, you just don't see any violence that, um, these you don't see any violence that the U.S. does or that the government or the police does I to think the, the people I, in a certain way, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I
1: think they, I do, I do because like the, the violence that we see done are done is to people who there's are vi- like suspects, you know, and like they're tortured now. Like Denzel says that, like, he he both he arrests okay, he arrests Annette Benning right early yeah. in the movie. And one of the reasons that he arrests her, he says, "You just kidnapped a, you just kidnapped and tortured an American citizen," or uh, you know what I mean. And he's like, "That's against the law." I don't care. And then she's like, "I can make one call and be out of here," and and like later on, she doesn't make that call or whatever. And he like accepts that, but he still arrests her. Um, and I don't know. I'm pretty sure that people don't understand that. Not only does that not happen. Not only does a person like Denzel's character in this movie. Not, not really even exist. But like the people, the other people around him in in support. Like this CIA agent, a agent even though she, like she had something to hide, would never just allow an FBI agent to just arrest her like that. Like that, he would get fired. Denzel, would, this you, dude would be fired. Are you calling him
4: magical, John? <laughs> well, there is the Denzel moment, is a magical man
2: in this movie. There is the moment when the police swarm the scene with the where their bodies and the explosion, and Denzel comes up with his hands up. It is magical that he's not killed in that he moment. He wasn't it's just, shot. Yes. Yeah, that's, it's, it's magical that, that he's it. not
3: killed in that moment. <laughs> yeah. It's magical that he, when he rolls into the school, the only person that gets hurt is the is the is the guy right. with the gun. Like that, like that's magical. Like he does my mad magical. Was, stuff. My man was he in says walking he distance says five magical speeches. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he was he was in the distance of a bus that exploded. That's action hero magic.
1: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they, the, that, I just thought that was so interesting because I was just like, we're showing this in the movie. We never, and again, so weird for a movie that like, is so racist to also make a point that most movies don't even come close to bothering to make, which is like, Hey, what this, what this woman, the, like what the CIA did, which was just like literally kidnap somebody and beat them and torture them because they thought they were connected to some terrorist plot is utterly illegal. Shouldn't be allowed. They need to be arrested and tried for, and, and convicted for their crimes. And like, I doesn't, it doesn't even matter what the, but we have this, the thing is like both in the movie and in real life, people excuse it because they go, well, he was involved. Like he was a mule for a terrorist so like i don't really care what happens to him and whenever you have that level of like apathy and that level of like like disregard for human life um then you're always going to get this like and the thing is the thing that i keep trying to tell people like (laughs) white people who don't don't seem to get this stuff is like they go i don't understand like everyone should be judged for their actions and like this part like that person did something bad so blah 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 blah, and i'm like okay if if uh somebody in a suburban town does something bad like do we get to round up all white people in that town like do we get to go if they're looking for a white criminal do you get to go into new york city and take every single white person and put them into concentration camps like do you get to Just start like not like literally do no knock warrants and busting down people's doors and torturing like the family members of different white people so that you can find out whatever person that you're trying to find. John, are you
4: crazy? You can't even (laughs) let them not get haircuts. The thing that is amazing in the world, and I know people talking about it literally in Minnesota, white people showed up a month ago with guns Mm -hmm. at courthouses, police stations. Blocked, com- I mean, congressmen from getting into their jobs with guns. Ugh.
3: Yeah. Let any yes. of them be brown; they all <laughs> shot up immediately. <laughs> yeah. They're like,
4: not only did they, not only did they not get shot, not only did they not get shot, they, they didn't, didn't get have arrested. Re- warrant, like there was no riot gear, nothing. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy.
1: And that's the thing is that that like I'm like oh, you're not consistent with your beliefs, right? That was the thing that was interesting to me about this movie. Mm-hmm. You had a character who was trying to be consistent with their belief system. Their belief system is like the U.S. Constitution and the laws that we're supposed to follow, and this and that. And the reality is, as they went on, they started to see nobody else cared about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now the movie ends up winning. Like he wins in the end of the day. Like the the person doesn't shoot him. Like all of his all of his. FBI agents are so loyal to him that they're willing to pull guns on like the army, which is again, I'm like, this this would never ever well, happen. If it did like, happen, then they would both not
2: be the army, they'd be militias and we'd start a civil war with two people claiming to be the legitimate government, right?
1: Right, exactly. Um Yeah, this like who's who's in authority, who's in power. Go I, ahead. I,
2: I just think one offensive thing that I just want to really just emphasize is that the uh they the terrorists like the terrorists are like um the joker in the bat new uh, the not new the middle batman movies do you know what i mean like the heath ledger joker where they just want to blow shit up for no reason and it's like such an accepted fact that we think this but like the taliban has a press office and al-qaeda has a press office tomas has a press office and they like do put out things and like the group—it's just crazy that, like, oh, they're so savage and they just blow things up because maybe they're horny for sex. It's like the general psychological thing here, and it's such a—it's uh, such a—it's—it's it's bullshit. I mean, it just it just it, it ignores American violence in the Middle East, or that people would have, or that any sensible people would have a complaint against the U.S. They have constantly go out of their way to go like, no, the Arabs all support you knocking on their doors and get all these people, and it's just the bad ones. And the bad ones are just so bad. And, it, I right. think, and I think this movie pretends to be naturalistic in a certain way. But that's not naturalism. And that's not how politics works. And that's not how anything works. And it uh, is bad when we start with that assumption. I think that's my main, right. com- main complete. Like, especially... Oh, sorry. I'm going to keep going. I hate this movie. No, please, when they decide to going. blow up the peace march... Like, is the dumb... That, why would he ever do that? That never happens. I'm just going to say, like, because there's strategies to these things, and it's like, no, they, why would they blow up a... Why would they blow up a marks? Like, when Saudi Arabia... They... Not when Saudi, when Iran yeah. did the hostage crisis, they released the black people. Like, they... Like, there is, like, strategic press things for this. It's not just like, oh, they want to kill everyone. And it's, like, really that we think of the movie as naturalistic, but, like, the baseline assumption is they're just, they're so savage.
3: Yeah, I mean, and that's how I. That's when Bray was talking about the when you were reading that quote before of like, I mean, granted, what you also said is true of like that writer couldn't even see a world where the general is the main villain at the at the end. But like to say like to fo- focus on the people that are that are blowing things up, I think would would make (laughs) the people that are blowing things up a little bit more three dimensional and not just like (laughs) we're blowing shit up. You know what I mean? Like we might see if there is some kind of strategy behind it, if there is some kind of, right. Like we might, we might be able to get deeper into that. And then when we, and then when we get the, we, we actually trained them, you know, at the end, there's more weight to that instead Mm -hmm. of like an empty, instead of an empty, like, we trained a bunch of savages to shoot us, like, <laughs> yeah. like, which is what is how it ends up. That hitting. is
1: that is how it comes off because, at the end of the day, and the and the reason that they put it that he was going to blow up the peaceful protesters is so you had, because he was the only character in the movie where you were getting a just a little bit, like this, the tiniest little drop mm. of like him, like telling about his backstory, like. And 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 we don't see it, so it's not that impactful. But, but it's like, like him, like talking about whatever, like, and then, so we're like a li- we're like empathizing with him somewhat because we have also seen him like get punched in the face and get slapped and like it and like have this police brutality and being used by Annette Benning, and then it turns out he's the one I hated this. ...who's it's like also like the main terrorist, and not only that, not only that, he's going to commit the the worst crime of all. <laughs> Which is the all the people who are rallying, presumably for like these concentration camps that are happening in New York City, and they're like, F this, like, get out of here. We don't like like this is awful. This is wrong. And he's gonna kill them?
2: Yeah. It's, like, I, like what? And it's also like, if the main bad guy was next to you from the beginning, but you didn't ask any questions, like, what was your entire policing effort this entire movie for? You did nothing. The guy was next to you this whole time. She was so bad at her job. <laughs> she had one job. And I think... She... I think, yeah. <laughs> also, we don't. I don't think we do get any of his backstory, other than that his brother blew himself up because he wanted virgins, which is... A trope, a racist trope. And the other information we get is from Annette Bening about him. And there's one line that's, I think I remember this from the trailer. They're like, you know, he's been dodging people like you since he was 10 years old. And it's like, that's to indicate like how like good at terrorism he is, I guess. But actually it's like, he's been followed by the secret police since he was 10 years old what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't, its not an indication of terrorism. Yeah. That is an indication I, that you're all fucking criminals. But again,
3: it's said in such a way to like heighten his evilness.
1: Right.
2: But Nico, I you know what we do get? In,
1: yeah. Go ahead. We
3: get an infrared sex scene. And that's, I mean, like, yeah, that, I, mean, I think is <laughs> <laughs> that really shows depth. It's it really three D's.
1: <laughs> uh uh. Good looking dude though.
4: Good looking dude, good looking dude. <laughs> but also that's a problem too for me. It's like, yes, I, I had a, oh.
3: hold on. Yeah, was your issue oh my, the no. injustice? <laughs> no, 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 his no, 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 no. no. issue was the injustice of that. we no. didn't get to see a good looking man have sex. You know, cause we got to, we had, we could only see it in the, <laughs> the infrared. We only saw yeah. it in the infrared, and that's an injustice. So- <laughs> I thought you were going to say injustice. Is she's just
2: like a white woman who like uses and sleeps with black and brown bodies, and then wants to do that to Denzel too. And they who treat was this character treat that as like so a romantic much. lead. You know what I mean? Like Yo, that, that was so is, weird. Like, it's disgusting.
1: I did love though that Tony Shalhoub was like was like, oh, you three make a cute couple. That was funny, because yeah. it was like, what is going on between you and her and her and him? Like, yeah. this is so freaking weird. It doesn't make any sense. And like, yeah, I mean, this movie definitely did pat itself on the back in so many different ways, but while also being complete, like, continually being racist. <laughs> because, wait, I really want to talk, I really want you to talk about, like, Tony Shalhoub's, like, thing at the end. Because, so they have this character who, you know, I mean, Look, this existed in the black community, right? like this, the, uh, this archetype, but like it's based off of a real kind of person who uh somebody who tries to assimilate so hard, you know, they call they, it, it is called the house slave. In, yeah, in, yeah. he's an Uncle Tom, black he's home, an right? Omelot Tom, oh, you
2: can call him whatever
1: yeah. he wants. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Tom, right. You know what I mean? Like they're like trying to assimilate so hard in the culture and be like, I'm one of the good ones. And like you. You bad ones are making me look bad. And he's foaming at uh, the mouth
2: to arrest more people. And he just, he dreams about Lebanon's
1: secret police force as a model for the U.S. When my right. man
3: said sand t- nigger, I was like, oh my God. Well, that's
1: what I want to talk about. Is like, <laughs> At the end, his son gets arrested, right? His son gets arrested and he's like, says this whole thing. Like, I've worked for this country. F- I, you know, I've been in this country for like 20 years. I've worked for the FBI for 10 years. And they just take my son. Um, and it's supposed to show like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, you're still at the end of the day, like, that's who you know. Yeah, yeah and he says, "I'm not going to be here." Yeah, but yeah, what did you like at this point? I'm sure. I think this be, thing, like it's, it's, right. it's.
2: I think Tony Shalhoub is. It's so strange because Tony Shalhoub is always a character who's like on the verge of whiteness, right? Like he's always right. the rando, at, like in a similar way Hank Azaria is. Because he's almost white passing. He's like, white he's passing, like, right? But he's like. Yeah. I think his family's from. I think he, I don't know if he's Lebanese or Libyan, but
1: he's, I think he's Lebanese. Yeah. yeah.
2: So he, uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, so he is constantly playing, uh, other ethnicities all the time. And when he only plays his own, he plays a terrorist. It's like a shocking, sad thing. And then also just like, he's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I guess to speak more personally, I remember when 9-11 happened and I feel like a lot of like Arab comedians make this joke, but they're like, oh, I didn't know I wasn't white was what like a lot of our, and and they, and they say it like with some kind of like, I don't know deepness or like profundity. But it's like, fuck you, you you did <laughs> <Like>, Palestine <laughs> like I've been stopped in way before 9-11. Like in Palestine, there Tupac Tupac and quotes from hip hop and rap are everywhere. like there are people who d- who didn't need nine eleven to happen to see solidarity between Arabs and Africans and black people and Arabs. and it's and I really have no sympathy for that period, I guess. And so, yeah, Tony Shalhoub is a character who had to have his son abducted in the middle of the night for him to realize the police are racist. And even though that character is the, like, example of, oh, maybe this movie is a critique, like, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy from the beginning. And fuck his son, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is, like, the, the movie was, like, try to make this point, like, oh, this could happen to anybody. Like, see, it's, like, really... Not right and we should like be careful for this. Uh you know, but um yeah. it got just uh, it got like twelve hundred times. Yeah. It's like everything yeah. that happened in this movie, you're like yeah, I mean, that, that, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that was this movie just said what was going to happen do and then it th- did.
3: Do we think the movie is trying to make both points? Like, do we think it is trying to say like both fuck that guy and also this could happen to anybody. You know what I mean? Like
2: Yes, and I I would say yes
3: and I still think that's offensive. <laughs> you know
2: what I mean? Like, just because you want to go, like, hey, it's hard out there. Sometimes you do have to shoot people, but sometimes you can shoot too many people. So the action really is arresting the right number of people and shooting sometimes, right? And if that's considered a revolutionary or critique movie, that's terrible. <laughs> that says so little about our
1: sense of self and our self respect. Well, that's what I, that's, that's, that's my whole thing about this movie is that, like, I think at the time, it was like pretty it was like saying things that no other movie was saying and it so much so that it made certain certain people who watched the movie viewers like mad that it was like even trying to make those points and and then and, and at the same time um i think like you know like the air air community when this came out was like this is one of the most racist movies ever made yeah they um, said
2: we're used to offensive but this is beyond offensive <laughs> this is dangerous <laughs>
1: this is extremely dangerous <laughs> this is extremely dangerous and 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 they were right
3: <laughs> yeah and,
1: and then it was like because then cuz then shortly after like we get 24 like mm-hmm. we get we get like a, a a a siege of films that are literally (laughs) just like that do that somehow do less than this film where it's just like every every air person in the movie is just like some person who's like complete an utter just evil human who and there's no context for
2: it no they just like, they just list off proper nouns you heard of once in the news like hamas or hezbollah or like al-qaeda and those like they don't they're not connected like you know I mean? these places can't get out like these images like the hamas is coming into selling guns in america first of all no terrorist group sells guns in america because america sells its own fucking guns and then we sell them to other people uh the proper nouns s- <laughs> the proper nouns are just like this is intense hezbollah jordan mubarak and then you're like but that's meaningless you said nothing you said <laughs> literally nothing
1: it's so crazy and and this and then the fantasy of this movie to end with Denzel arresting a US general Come and I'm on. like are we supposed to believe I mean here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing, here's the thing. yes exactly it's like here's the thing technically there are supposed to be rules that that follow and you can you should be able to arrest them but they nobody ever would and nobody ever actually could because our system is fake and it's <laughs> built on the people in power carrying it out and when they don't it there's not it doesn't mean anything so it's like i think it's so funny again when people are so mad about quote-unquote disrespecting the flag and i'm like you're i was like america disrespected itself like i don't need you to like anytime somebody's like oh you're making you're like oh don't embarrass me or don't do this or don't do that i'm like "Your, your actions already did it me me calling out your actions isn't embarrassing you what embarrassed you was your actions like you just don't want to you just don't want to accept or be aware of them or like have other people be aware of what you did you know that's it like like, all this stuff is, like, it's it's just insane because, like, we've already lost, like, all these rights were already lost. They were lost, like, 20, they were lost decades and decades ago. And now people are kind of realizing it, like, when they see the National Guard, like, going into 15 or whatever, how many dozens of cities that they went into, and, like, just being outside because there are protests happening, and they realize, like, oh, wow, we live in a military, like, we live in an authoritarian military state that, like, tells us we have rights but any t- but like if we actually try to exercise them like it's all, it's at their discretion like they don't actually have to uphold them they just say that they do and then when they don't want to they'll throw you in jail they'll like stick a gun in your face they'll beat you they'll torture you they'll deport you know like all the different stuff all the different weapons that they can use and there's nobody who can stop them because all of those agencies don't hold each other accountable even though they're technically supposed to. People always talk about the system of checks and balances. But if everybody in this if all the if all the checks and the balances like decide they don't aren't gonna check and balance each other, then there is no system. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. That's where we're at. That's why people are so afraid of Trump because they're like, because they realize this, they realize that we've already eroded all of this stuff anyway. That the army is just going to follow exactly what their general tells them to, that the generals will follow what their president tells them to, that the head of the FBI and blah, 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 like the president can fire and hire those people. Like, there's all this concentrated power we have. They have all these weapons. And what are you going to do? You're going to arrest the army? They'll just shoot you. And then they'll say that you try to shoot them. Because they don't have to say, like. Or, or if
2: we even think of like a real example, like Trump has pardoned two war criminals.
1: You know what I mean? Like
2: even when like that guy in Arizona who ran concentration camps for immigrants got convicted by a court, Trump pardoned him. And then there was that Navy SEAL who decapitated people in Iraq and
4: Afghanistan,
2: and we also pardoned that guy. So yeah, to your point, like they just the system exists to kind of exonerate.
4: People. This movie is a movie for the good old boys. (laughs) like, And I mean that in the greatest sense. If you don't know what the good old boys are, those are the good old Make America Great Again boys. Because again, this movie is so frustrating because uh, there is something about watching, and I, I just so people know, I hope people have listened to the podcast. I am a Denzel fan. I will never want to take work away from a black actor. But watching Denzel Arrest Bruce Willis at the end of this movie. I was like, "Fuck you and Bruce Willis." It was like, I, <laughs> "You so much arrest you too." <laughs> I was like, "Why? Like, who am I supposed to like? You, dude? Am I supposed? Am I supposed to believe? Am I supposed to believe at least this branch of the government works, or am I thinking, am I supposed to believe the whole system is bad? Because I don't understand. Like, between the three branches that we saw, who is supposed to be good? Who is supposed to be bad? Who has the best interest in anyone's like?" Uh, like who has anyone's best interest in? It? I don't. I don't understand what the movie was trying to say as a whole, to be truthfully honest. And I was just mad that I'm looking at two dudes peacock for a little bit. Go ahead, <laughs> give give him the order. Give him the order. Like that's what happened. And the thing is, at the end of the day, and and I mean this in realness, is like I walked. I've seen like the tanks around here, and I'm like, yo, if there was a way to get away with it, if uh, Bruce Willis, John McClane was given the power by the president, John McClane would have shot that whole room up.
3: Because they would have been fine. Yes, yes, they would have been fine. Yeah. That that my the most frustrating thing about this movie is it really was. It's not that it was trying to say one thing. It was trying to say a lot of things. It was trying to make all the points. They were like, and then this is when we make this point, and then this is when we make this point, and then here is when we make this point, and like, and it really suffers, especially in that scene. You know, because then because what we also get, I was like, we really gonna have to. You're really going to have to make me watch Bruce Willis decide to give up his power. Like, I'm going to I'm going to watch him be, I guess, the better man in this moment and say stand down like that made me so mad. I like couldn't believe that that was where it was going to.
1: Here's the thing. Even if that did happen, let's say it happened exactly like that. And he was like, stand down. Denzel Washington would have been arrested two days later. Yeah. He would have been thrown in a jail that nobody ever saw him again. Nobody would ever know about him. No one would know who he is or whatever happened, and it would be buried. Yeah. And he would have just been called a traitor, and then they would have put that in the media, and the media would have been like, known traitor— FBI agent, Bob, whatever his <laughs> yes, name was, and then we would just continue. Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> and yes. we would just continue to think of them as a traitor, no, no like, Nigerian. Yeah, because didn't that yeah. man, the, the man, said, man said, <laughs> you "Crazy
3: foreigner came to this country to I might call you Ethiopian. Up. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah like, Ethiopian. Like that's a like that's a like that's an insult, like or whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, well, there's a lot, but. It was I do do have to say that
2: even though I hate this movie, I do like everyone in this movie, and it doesn't make me dislike Denzel. It
1: doesn't make me dislike Denzel. I think he's so good in this. I think he's so good in this I mean, he's a great
2: action star. He's a great action star.
4: The thing is, I hated that they were good in this movie. I was like, God dang it. (laughs) Not too good in this. Even even a limited time Bruce Willis in it. I was like, Bruce Willis comes off super powerful when he had some type of emotion. Like, at the table, I was like, oh, the drink Chiefs of Staff, which is very funny because I just looked up these facts and, like, there are no black people at that table in real life in 2020. I'm going to let that slide. I'm not going... We're not a political <laughs> podcast, even though we're doing this political episode. It's like, you yeah. you kidding? <laughs> like, this movie was in 1998. Oh, yeah. We forgot to tell people we're not a political <laughs> no <laughs> so Stop this. Oh, I'm, stop I'm this sorry. madness. <laughs> but, you know, even, though, even though we're not dealing with politics, I just want to make sure everyone knows that in 1998, this fictional movie had... what? What? What is that called? Like, the... That's the, not the Joint chief of Staff. The war room, it's a, the, the war room yeah,
2: right? It's the chief of staffs so of the heads of the army in the yeah. war room. Yeah, so like
4: the thinking. war room is in that thing, right? 1998, no black people sitting at the table. Denzel was in the back. He wasn't even in the seat that was right behind him. He was up in the rafters mm-hmm. a little bit. You know what I mean? They had to step down, put his little, you know. In 2020, there's still no black people at that table. 2020, yeah. still no black folk at that table. So that means when people out here sitting in the National Guard and starting wars, the people who weren't at... The signing of the Declaration of Independence, like, might only be in that war room, still doing the same thing they did back in the Grand, I mean, the uh, Founding Fathers, was just serving tea. Mm. But also, if even if you only have one, like, Colin
1: Powell doesn't mean anything, I mean, you know what yeah. I mean like, it
4: doesn't, it doesn't, but it's like, we ain't even got him, no, we ain't got the
2: one. We, yeah, he's not even in power. Tolan Powell, a man who is. Uh, committed a war crime. <laughs> yes, argued <laughs> yes, yes. for the country to commit a war crime. It's just what do I, Who are our heroes and what are our expectations of them? Because I don't like to badmouth uh, Colin Powell. He critiqued John McCain and he could treat, critiqued Trump. But yeah, he's still a man who committed a war crime. He's still <laughs> exactly. a man who put false evidence to the world to start a war. That he's still the hasn't Denzel. Ended.
1: <laughs> he's Denzel. Like that's who Denzel's character is kind of supposed to be in this movie. It was he like says, somebody "Who like I'm Colin Powell." He, like that as a joke (laughs) yeah Yeah. he does i'm colin Powell, yeah and you're like you're supposed to admire but you're like it's like if if that's the standard bear if like if the if the level is there then you go oh wait holy crap that person's already all the way (laughs) on the bad side and and then there are there's a whole bunch of people behind him going like that person isn't bad enough that's wild. Yeah. I mean it's, it's a it, lot though. It's, it's a lot to take in. It is. I think people are like, well
2: just to <laughs> add one more non-political point. It's like when Obama <laughs> uh would we found we found out how many people Obama drone striked. And the main critique was that he didn't kill enough people. And he it, the drone strikes still like three thousand people. And the majority of Americans were or Congress people were like, you know, we could probably drone some more. It's it's crazy to think of how violent this nation is.
4: Yeah. And we wonder why we have a problem right now, <laughs> guys. So funny. I mean, I just want to say something right. quick to Hollywood. Um, Hollywood, I'm exhausted. I know you're exhausted. I know you're tired of hearing people like me complain and tell you what to do. I know again, like I, I listened to one of your biggest stars, Michael B. Jordan, tell you what to do. It would be so <laughs> great that if you just listened for a second, there are so many projects that are coming out that still have. You know, the white guy lead, you know, maybe the female lead is mixed because she's not going to be full black, you know, she's going to be mixed. (laughs) Um, And then the person of color, whether it be like Egyptian or Middle Eastern or black will still be a bad guy or somebody who has like rogue or tough or threatening in their character description. And it would just be fucking peachy if we had a movie where we talked about the real terrorists, especially here in America. I mean, if we really want to talk about the amount of people who've killed the most Americans on American soil, we're looking at straight white dudes Mm -hmm. who, as a matter of fact, on average, are in jail because somehow they all shoot up a bunch of people, bomb a bunch of people, and yet go into custody without being murdered. Mm -hmm. Isn't that shit crazy? Like, for real, isn't that some crazy shit? Is that you're hearing about a kid who, you know, goes to get some bubble gum somehow dies you're hearing about a guy who was like who was selling loose cigarettes somehow dies a guy who may have had a forged check may have had a dies but there's a guy who shot up a movie theater a batman one which i love batman so fuck that dude has ruined midnight theaters since in jail fine looked at him in his crazy ass outfit he got snacks, too, which came out. Somebody get his motherfucker a Pepsi or some bullshit. I'm looking at another white dude, was with grandmas and grandpas, got Burger King still in jail, chilling this shit. I'm looking at a white boy who assaulted a woman outside of a goddamn, behind a trash can. This white boy is out. He is out, free, chilling, because they didn't want to ruin his life, and it's uh, Guys, uh. I, I want, I just want Hollywood to reflect the world we live in. I just watched a rerun of Friends recently, a show that I think is a cute show. It's cute. These motherfuckers I didn't realize lived in Manhattan and had no <laughs> black friends.
3: The niggas that were Well, Aisha Tyler shows up eventually. Yeah, but that's Manhattan. like season 10 and when they hooks
2: got
4: through nine years of complaints. And she hooks up with both of the white dudes. Because there were no black Yo, <laughs> this show was on for real, for real. They worked. One worked in fashion. One worked at a coffee shop. One worked at a museum, and not, one was a a, nope. a, a yeah. chef. And they didn't have a character that worked at none of those establishments. Well, it's
2: crazy to think that in the '90s shows got less diverse than they were in like the '80s. Like there was some time that we well, didn't they were segregated. That, like got yeah yeah the UPN show.
1: The '90s was segregated. The '90s was super segregated. It was like there were black shows and then there were the white shows, and they put them. And then eventually they started to put all the black shows on UPN, and then they all got canceled. once UPN. And then UPN, yeah, exactly. Yeah. R.I.P. UPN. Yeah. Right. They got canceled out of the network, and then all the black shows went away. Which is why, by the time Blackish came out, there were basically no black sitcoms on television. Because right, I, no. think,
4: I think that's frustrating, and I, and I hope we get to a point. To I, I started watching um, like Happy Endings again, and it's like, oh, we got a, we got a black guy on this show, and I realized, oh, what made diversity a thing in modern day is like we put one. It's either one mm-hmm. Asian, one black, whatever. It's like it'd be so fucking cool to see a mainly minority show with one white token. And it's like, all right, we gave y'all. Stacy over there, you got one. <laughs> and we keep it fucking moving. Well, it's like moving.
2: The, the white character in Insecure, right? The the, fr- yeah. the friend in Insecure. Yeah, and fan. we
4: got her out of there. She was on two seasons, <laughs> and we got her ass out of there. It's like, cool, you represented motherfucking Sex in the City.
2: Oh, yeah, Sex in the City's real bad.
4: Everybody having sex, and there's only one black dude or two? And
2: and, 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 and in Sex in the City, they get upset with the black guy who sleeps with uh, Samantha, because I love Sex in the City. Because <laughs> the black guy liked his the sister, we and like his these sister shows. was like, Stop fucking with that white man. And that's a fine choice, but the black man was villainized for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you love these uh, shows that don't represent you. It's like that. It's and like we do. These are prize quote. shows.
4: These are things, we, these are the, I, like me and my partner were talking about going with the wind. And it's like, you're looking at going with the wind, and every black person you see is serving some shit. Hattie McDaniels mm-hmm. was a mammy. Who? I
3: watched uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World on Wednesday, and I felt icky inside. I was like, Why well, uh, yeah, am I, I watching that? Again. Really? No, no. What's going what, like, You can't watch it while what's going on outside. Like, you can't be watching <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the World.
4: Listen, that's one of my favorite movies. Don't do this. Wait, there's a black person. I love,
3: hey, I love Scott Pilgrim. Wait, there's a black person
4: in it, right? Right. Is hold on. Well, I think where they at though.
2: The, I shit. think the, the one black person still feels offensive. Like it's Happy Endings. I remember like, oh, Awayans is on that but it still feels like so little because they try to make jokes sometimes, but if there's no other black people in the room, I feel just scared for Damon Wayans Jr. <laughs> when he's joking with
1: these white all people.
2: Right. Ah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do, like, who are you telling yeah. these jokes to? <laughs>
1: um. All right. We we've talked about this <laughs> <laughs> and
3: end it. Okay, well, um, here's the thing I was thinking of the whole time I was watching it. Right, I was like, okay. Denzel, you know, plays an FBI agent. He kind of has like a, a holier than thou kind of attitude about it, right? But like, but like, then ultimately, the movie is like the true enemy is yourself. You know, the USA, the true enemy, right? And like, I was thinking, like, and but I didn't really, you know, love the movie ultimately. And it got me. It got me thinking, though, like. The problem is, you know, Denzel didn't have enough flaws. Kind of like in Gemini Man, when, when, when the younger version of himself, when he's fighting him and he's like trying to build him up, it's like he's not recognizing the 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 flaws that he has internally in himself. You know, Gemini Man's pretty bad.
4: Yes, it is, James. (laughs) I shouldn't watch it. Yes, it is, James. (laughs) Please, Nico, you shouldn't watch it. It's time for the cause. We
1: rate and review films, not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more uh, leading black actors in Hollywood or, you know, people of color, we could say. Damn. Uh, So if we feel like this film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like this film didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Damn. So on the count of of three, we're going to raise up our ratings. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One.
4: Two, three. I, I'm giving it a white <laughs> palm. I had to put my hand down. I realized my. I was I put my I hand am giving it a white I gotta
1: be consistent. I, to put my I hand gotta down. be consistent.
2: I mean, it could. I'm help giving, more I'm, black I'm, actors play cops who arrest other brown people. Yeah,
1: <laughs> here's why I gave it. Here's why I gave it. A, here's why. Here's why I gave it a white palm. I realized that uh, Lance Riddick is in it. Um, wood harris you
3: know, is
1: t- in it wood harris is in it for a hot <laughs> second uh tony shalhoub and, and there was a lot of hbo actors in it and, I, and there was a part of me that was like wait was this the same like why are there <laughs> so same many casting company, yeah, or, right? whatever. Yeah, same casting company or whatever um and i feel like and i feel like the this is again one of the these the problems of uh low, low bars and low expectations <laughs> But I was like, I was like, oh, wow, this film like tried to do something. It it was still, it still did it horribly. And it was like, but it, it helped me think about how far gone America has been for how long and like all these things of like, well, it's because X, Y, and Z. And then I watched this and I'm like, no, 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 like this happened before all that stuff. Like, it's because we, it's like, this is what our society was trained to do. So where we're at today you look back then and you're like, yeah, like not only was this so obviously coming, but it was so obviously coming that there was a blockbuster movie made about it and like <laughs> that a bunch of people saw, and then people were like, they just watched that movie and and instead of even some and reflecting somewhat, they were just like, Yeah, exactly. Arabs are bad and they're gonna blow us up, but we gotta <laughs> kidnap them all and, and torture them. Um and, and yeah, With Bruce Wells. Yeah, <laughs> with, just a little with a little restraint and also like and also like all our systems are good and we always will we'll always have somebody like denzel washington standing up for the constitution and yeah what bruce willis did was bad but the man is a patriot and like at the end of the day what he did wasn't that bad and he had to do what he had to do and annette benning yeah i mean her her big mistake in life was giving or was train training a bunch of you know savage animals <laughs> to blow things up you know that was it and then bring it into the
2: country because he gave out those refugee things don't forget this
1: problem yeah (laughs) it's like all the wrong lessons can easily be learned from this movie and probably were but i like that it was and i like that it was made because i like i can it's just something i can reference now
4: Mm -hmm. uh anyway that's why i gave it a white palm but uh i support all of you guys giving it a nothing i mean i (laughs) It deserves nothing for me. It's, it's like, it is the it is the first time I've ever seen a Denzel role or a role with a black person in a major movie going, damn, I wish you ain't had that part. Like this, and, <laughs> this and Lampita and 12 Years a Slave, the only times I've been like, I wish there was another way. I just wish there was <laughs> another way. Uh, so I have nothing good to say about this movie. Um, I thought the acting was good. I mean, cool. Um, the sets look, look like new york you know uh cool but uh uh, i think unless
2: you're doing an analysis of of racist movies you should forget about this
4: movie yeah exactly it's like this like uh who someone suggested this movie so thanks for suggesting it so now i know uh what not to watch ever again so this is great (laughs) This is great. Had any of you ever seen it before?
3: I saw no. it. I saw it in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't know. There are movies like this that surprise, I watch them and they surprise me because I'm like, there's no way if I saw this movie in 1998 that I would think, I would think about the things that I'm thinking now. I would just be like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, that guy was bad. Cause he was like rounding up all the innocent people. And I only know they're innocent because Tony Shaloup's son was rounded up. So, <laughs> Yeah and He was a good guy, and yeah, that's messed up what they did to him. And they pushed yeah. his. Wife. Anyway, I'm glad they killed all the terrorists. You know,
4: <laughs> the I mean? only like... thing
3: I ended up remembering <laughs> on this rewatch is the is the the fake out that they do when like they're they're chasing mm. after the the car and like someone runs and they think it's Denzel, but then it's not <laughs> him. Oh, that was right. the only so yeah, that funny. was the only moment that I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember watching that. <laughs>
2: Everything else, <laughs> I think I had a cascading memory of. Like, oh, I remember them them trying to blow up the peace protest because that seemed like it made no sense even as a child. But Uh. I think you just, you watch, especially with cop movies. I only watch cop movies. I loved Lethal Weapon. And like in Lethal Weapon 3, Danny Glover shoots a black guy and is absolved for it. It, It's crazy.
4: He's a cop. Yeah.
2: And so like you just, you you root for... I don't know. It's just like this James Baldwin quote where he's like, um, "You spend your whole childhood rooting for Gary Cooper shooting off the Indians, and then you realize you're Gary, you're you're the Indians, you're not Gary Cooper." (laughs) (laughs) That's like this entire thing. It's just like, okay, we were we were rooting for us to be destroyed most of the
1: time. Yeah, there's that. There's like um, a famous. uh, I forget if it's Monty Python or another. um, I think it's another British sketch show, but they have like. it's like about like Nazis and and like, or it has Nazis in it. And then the Nazis like look at each other and are like, are we the baddies? And like, it's like, they're like funny because like, they're like from their point of view, like they're the good guys. And like, we laugh at it, but I'm like, that's us. Like, that's Mm -hmm. always been us. Like that's, it's the realization that I had. Like, I mean, I've I've always known how bad America was towards like how racist America was. um, But I didn't, Like we, I didn't think that much about our like geopolitical stuff, mostly because we're not taught literally any of it (laughs) when when we're growing up. And like, um, and then I was watching Ken Burns' like Vietnam War, the Vietnam War documentary, and like as I was watching it, I was like, oh, we're just straight up the evil people in this story, like. And not even a modicum of like goodness, like it, it's just we're just full they're just full on the bad guys like we just invaded another country for literally <laughs> yeah. no reason other than like, we didn't want communism to spread, which is the most undemocratic Unlike like, it's just like, it's just so it's so blatantly evil. And and then we're taught that we're the, we're always taught that we're the good guys. Like and, yeah, and also we're the underdog
2: them. too. We're not just the good yeah, guys. The we're also dog. the underdog, even though we are the empire.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we're not a political podcast, but um, you guys should read stuff. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, we're not political. Thank, uh, Nika, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much yeah, for, for having, having me. Yeah. Thank and you. Where, thank where you find you okay so uh,
2: yeah look up marina you. and nico. Um, or if you just google marina and nico nico is spelled with two c's n-i-c-c-o um and, and i'd love it if you could listen to a podcast or a radio play i wrote called you're in danger if you want to google something or look on the where your podcast of choice for you're in danger uh, i'd appreciate it oh yeah
1: um you can follow us at Blackman Podcast, com is our website. You can find links to our Patreon which is defunct, but uh we have episodes there for we did it about for a year. So if you want to listen to those episodes, it's $5 a month and quit whenever you need to. Um if you rate and review us on Oh, also, we have new shirts. Yeah, we got new t-shirts. Uh, we got new Ooh. uh <laughs> is Hancock a good movie t-shirts on uh, our, oh, our I, merch I, site. So I
2: want to get that. <laughs> hell yeah. They're they're cool. They're they're hey. pretty cool.
1: So so if you want that, go go over to our website, blackmanpodcast.com, click on merch, you'll find a link there uh to those shirts. So, so that's dope. <clears throat> and then if you rate and review us on iTunes, excuse me, give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. I'm pretty sure I haven't read this one yet. This is by Ultra JMD3K. As brilliant as it is hilarious, this podcast is my favorite, bar none, John James and Jarrah and their guests, that's you, Nico, do such a fantastic (laughs) job of evaluating films with leading black actors through a critical lens while constantly providing real deal laughs. As a biracial person, this podcast often helps me unpack complicated feelings around films that I can't quite figure out, such as with the movie Waves. Uh, which my white half liked, but my black half identified as deeply problematic and straight (laughs) wrong in ways. I couldn't articulate why at the time, but the podcast helped me clear the fog. Your work legitimately affects the way I move through life and as an aspiring comic and writer, how I see myself and my values. So thank you. These folks help unpack and reprogram the way black people and POC are represented in films. And I just think it should be required listening for absolutely everyone. P.S. James, S Club 7 will always bop. Oh, wow, thank you. Ugh. That ooh, was ooh, such ooh. a good review until the end. No, that, um, And then that and then it was uh, a
3: better review. It was the best review. <laughs> the best review we've ever gotten. I'll
4: stop listening to Who that, was Dan. that? Yes, S F-
3: Club forever. <laughs> Ain't nobody like an S Club forever. All right, James. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <All
4: right. laughs> oh God. All right. Um Oh. Yeah. Do I <laughs> um No, I'm about to say uh Again, I just want to keep reiterating, like, I don't think I've done the last episode. Just be safe if you're out protesting and stuff like that. You know, things are getting kind of crazy. I know everyone wants to help. Please help. But just make sure you look after one another. And stop putting your location on your Insta stories, people. Stop (laughs) putting your locations on your Insta story and showing your faces. Like, don't tag your friends. Just, Just be safe. Don't tag nobody. Don't show your face. Don't have, like, clothes that have logos so people can find out who you are because that has been happening to people that I know. So just be safe, especially if you're in New York. I've heard heard crazy stories about Brooklyn. So take care, Mm -hmm. y'all. Curfew's lifted in in Brooklyn as of today. Oh really? It's Uh, lifted in LA. Oh, wow. We haven't had a curfew in LA. It's such a failure. I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, stay safe. They were going crazy. It's the end of the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sam says, "Share your location if you're being arrested."
4: Oh yes, yes.
1: If you can do that quickly, yes. Before the- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I always think about that stuff. I'm like, how do man? Like sometimes I watch these videos. I'm like, how did that person get this? Like start film? Like I never film in time. Like <laughs> I'm always like waiting. My people- phone is in my anyway. pocket. I think it's people never- always but assume
4: cops are going to do something dirty, so they always just waiting. Let me just. I, wait. I do. I,
1: I I also assume that, but I it, it takes me so long. Especially wearing a face mask to get my phone open and like click the and then like get the film, you know. She what Shoot your face oh, yeah. anyway. Oh, because you got a new phone. See my phone. He, he got the lock. Oh, locked. Oh, the lock, oh. Got
4: the lock, my you phone, phone. My phone. And also, yeah. if you have a mask,
2: you can't use the face lock, and you're not supposed to use the face lock in protest because then the police can unlock your phone by pointing it at you.
4: See, I don't have a new phone. Damn. I don't have a new phone. I got an point. See, that's a that's a. But that's you, a gotta damn good like, like, you gotta be like, gotta be like, to turn up and be like,
1: just mess your face. You know what? This face lock. I don't like this face lock thing. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm turn it off. Not, you sure. just made that point. I'm gonna turn, it off. turn it off. You should turn it yeah. off. You should turn it off. All the person has to do is look, look at my face and then unlocks yeah. the phone. Oh, this is great. All right. Enough of that. I know. I like the fingerprint one. I don't like that either. But the that cops that. can
2: also use that to add to your phone. Apparently, for some reason, entering the code. They can force you to. Yeah, but they can't force you to put your code in, but they can point it at your face or touch your thing with it. I, I love know. these
1: rules that they just make up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, we'll yeah. break your we'll break your privacy this way. And that way. All right, all right. Be anyway, safe, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. Be Next safe. week we're gonna we're gonna review Deja Vu. Uh, we got a special Ooh. guest on for that. So so if you guys, uh, yeah, go go watch that. So, sorry that the, this n- neither of these films were on. Uh, you have to you have to rent them. You have to pay for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay for 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 a while. We were doing things you didn't have to pay for, but you know we wanted to branch out. We wanna branch yeah. out. These were these were but really good discussions. Yeah.
2: I would say if you have just listened to this, don't buy the siege.
1: Yeah. Or or rinse it. <laughs> Don't buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> don't give them that much money.
3: Yeah, I own it yeah. now. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: All right. Thank you, Dicky. Thank Nico. you so
3: we'll much for you. having Thank me, you. guys. Good seeing you all. all Stay right. safe. So good to see you. Peace. Bye.
4: Forever.
2: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production